This one for Friday, March 11th, here on the Mayo Media Network. Usually we have DJ run through the Friday games, but he took care of the Tuesday show for me. So I am here on this Friday with the four hockey games we will go over today. I went over my thoughts on the NHL playoff races the last time I did an episode. That was in the second half of Wednesday's show, so if you didn't catch that, you can go back and check it out. Other than that, we just have the four games to get through today, so we will get going, and then you can move on with the rest of your Friday. We got Vegas in Pittsburgh, Minnesota in Columbus, Winnipeg in New York to play the Rangers to play the Islanders, and then Washington in Vancouver as the late game. First three games all involving teams that played the night before, games that haven't happened yet as I am recording this, so some news and odds might change based on how those games go, but we will go with the odds that I am seeing on DraftKings Sportsbook as I am recording this the day before. Finally, before we get going with the games, please give the video a like wherever it is you are listening. And if you are on YouTube, please leave a comment with your current Stanley Cup winner pick, and I will respond with my thoughts on that team in the comments throughout the day. First game of the night is in Pittsburgh. We got the Vegas Golden Knights, plus 120 at the Pittsburgh Penguins. They are 140 home favorite here against the Vegas team that played the night before in Buffalo. Pittsburgh did have the night off, so they will be well rested. Vegas, like I said, is plus 20 as I record this. I do think that by the time you are listening to this, they might be closer to even plus 150. Like I said, they played in Buffalo the night before while Pittsburgh had the night off. But more importantly, some big injury news that came out before their game against Buffalo. Goalie Robin Lehner headed back to Las Vegas, as did forward Riley Smith. Both of them with undisclosed injuries, so they will both be missing for this game as well. Regular backup Laurent Brassard will get the start in Buffalo. I'm not sure if that means we see Logan Thompson in net in this game or else we will see Brassard on a back-to-back. Either way, Pittsburgh looks to have the goaltending advantage no matter what in this game. Vegas still has the Jack Eichel-Max Pacioretty combo going up front. Jonathan Marchessault so and William Carlson playing pretty well. But beyond those guys, the depth isn't great right now with all the injuries. Pittsburgh definitely has the lineup to take advantage as they run three scoring lines and they really just don't have any weak spots. Even on the back end for Vegas, it looks like Alex Catrangelo may be dealing with some kind of an injury. He just hasn't been playing as well as he usually does. I don't know if it's fatigue, injury, or if he's just not the player that he once was, but he once was. But he hasn't looked great recently, and that definitely hasn't helped, especially with Alec Martinez still missing on the back end there. So the depth in Vegas just hasn't really been there for a while. They have so much promise, and if they can get fully healthy at some point, they probably will go on a run, but right now the injuries are just too much. And at some point in the season, it becomes too little too late. And it's kind of getting close to that point for the Vegas Golden Knights. Even if they make it in the playoffs now, which they are currently in a position for. It doesn't look like they're in a position to be in just having a great first round matchup. They're probably going to be a lower seed unless they can get some of these guys back healthy and ready to go. Pittsburgh should handle the top line with ease. Crosby, Gensel, and Brian Rust will be able to go up against anybody. If anything, they'll match up evenly with Eichel and Pacioretty. And then after that, Pittsburgh's second line is better than Vegas's second line with all the injuries. Pittsburgh's third line, better than Vegas's third line. Pittsburgh's fourth line, better than Vegas's fourth line. So Pittsburgh with the advantage pretty much everywhere, and they are rested. If you see them at minus 140, that's absolutely a bet. I expect them to be closer to minus 180, minus 190 by the time you are listening to this. And even then make it an in-regulation bet, and you can get close to even odds on the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Next game is in Columbus. We got the Minnesota Wild minus 210. The Columbus Blue Jackets are plus 170 at home. Both teams played last night. Like I said, I don't know yet how those games went, and I do need to see how Minnesota does before placing a bet on this game. So I'm not going to know for sure what I'm doing until after recording this. I do write a full article on my website, CecilPeters.com, every day breaking down all of the games, and we'll have my updated bets for the game posted there around 2 p.m. Eastern time. It is usually paywalled, but I will post it for free for this slate to kind of go in conjunction with this video. So if you do want my thoughts, my final bets on this game or any of the other games, go there around 2 p.m. Eastern and it should be posted. I do think Minnesota is quite overrated and they have proven it recently with a big losing streak, but they finally got a win against the Rangers a couple of games ago, albeit against the backup goalie. I would assume they beat Detroit the night before, but like I said, that game hasn't happened yet. Biggest issue for me right now is I just don't have a ton of confidence in their goaltending. Cam Talbot starts the Detroit game, so I would assume Capel Kapin gets the net against Columbus. He let in a couple of weak goals against Dallas in his most recent start. Hasn't been very good for a bit, so I don't love the goaltending in this game, but I do like the way the offense has been playing. Top line's really gotten it back together lately. Ryan Hartman is their top center on that line with Kapril Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello. Long term, he's not really an answer at the center at least not on the first line, but he's come a bit hot and cold. Right now, he's in a bit of a hot stretch, taking a lot of shots, scoring a lot of goals. So as he is hot, as is their line, that's a good one to take advantage of, and it should lead them to a win against Columbus. But at these current odds, not something that I could bet on. I do expect them to get a lot of chances. The Jackets will have Elvis Merzlikens in net as Eunice Corpusalo played the game before in, against the Islanders. He's been hit or miss this season. Lots of shots again, so it's understandable. He sees upwards of 35, 40 shots most night, even at home. On DraftKings, he's a great play no matter what, just because he gets so many shots, even in a loss. He can sometimes hit value, especially with how cheap he's likely going to be. On the offensive side, Patrick Laine remains hot six points in his last five games, as does Jake Borachek. Oliver Bjorkstrand has taken a ton of shots right now. He's a good shot prop over target. He's just providing them some extra offensive depth behind Laine. Goals should be coming into play for both teams in this game. Over is going to be pretty heavily juiced, but that is probably the only bet I will have on this one. Next game on the night is in Long Island, the Winnipeg Jets against the Islanders. The one thing I do like about the Islanders in back-to-back -back games is that hey, they have two really strong goalies that they can run out, so you don't get a decline either way in net. Winnipeg actually has backup Eric Comrie slated to start the night before in New Jersey, so I would assume you get starter Connor Hellebuck for them in this game. Most years that would be a huge advantage against most teams, but this year he has been decidedly average. Winnipeg's looked horrible for the past month. Return of Nick Ehlers has been huge for them. He's a big game changer for this team. One of their top two or three players. I hate that they have him playing on the third line with Andrew Kopp and Adam Lowry, but it does give them three solid scoring lines up front, which they need, considering the amount of chances they give back the other way. Ehlers is great. Kyle Connor and Pierre-Luc Dubois. They form a great duo on the top line, but other than that, the rest of the roster gets destroyed defensively. I think they're just a very flawed team. Unfortunately, the Islanders aren't much better, especially this year, so this game should be quite even. The one bright spot for the Islanders in the last month or two has been Noah Dobson. He's providing a ton of offense in the back end. Last year in the playoffs, he was kind of a power play only guy, but now he's getting minutes in all situations, playing a ton, taking a ton of shots. But without Matt Barzell, this offense just doesn't have a ton of pop, so... Two bad teams, if I was forced to choose, I would lean slightly towards the Islanders, but the betting line is also leading there as well, so I'm staying away from this game. 
unless the odds change or pending on something drastic happening with either of these teams the night before. My favorite game to bet on for the night is the late game, the Washington Capitals at Vancouver. Probably won't be the most exciting game of the night. I don't love watching Vancouver Canucks games recently. But I do think this is the best spot to make some money. Washington should absolutely dominate this game. I would bet them up until minus 150 or 160. Minus 115 seems like an absolute gift. Vancouver won their last game over Montreal, but that was one of the worst hockey games I watched all year long. Neither team deserved a win. Puck seemed like it was jumping all over the stick on both teams. Montreal managed to put up three against Vancouver, which was bad because they just didn't seem like they were in position to generate offense at any point in that game. Still managed to put up three goals. Luckily for Vancouver, they were able to get five, including an empty netter late. But even offensively, none of their chances looked particularly dangerous. Just a case of them running into opponent that into an opponent that played really, really poorly. Washington, on the other hand, played against Edmonton that same night. They ended up losing in overtime. They got dominated pretty good in the first period, but they managed to hold their own. Game went to overtime. They ended up losing there. But they played pretty well overall. I really like the look of the second line. It's finally fully healthy. We got Anthony Mantha centered by Nick Backstrom. TJ Oshie is playing the other wing on that line. They combined for the three goals for the Washington Capitals in that game. Just really nice for Washington, who's been a one-line team for a very, very big portion of this year to have a finally a fully healthy second line. Helps both power play units play well. So the power play is rolling. Top two lines are rolling with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov on the first line. And perhaps even more importantly, Ilya Samsonov, who had been bad for the past month, had a really strong game against the Oilers, made 20 saves in the first period, did end up allowing four goals overall, but he had a pretty strong night. I feel confident betting on this Washington team, regardless of who is in net, and that's not something that we've been able to say for a while. So minus 115, if you can find it, is a slam dunk bet on the Capitals. They should win this one going away, even anything kind of around minus 130 or 140, I would happily bet on. Vancouver just doesn't look very good at all. Do not read too much into their win over the lowly Canadians. But that is a wrap for tonight's games. We just have the four on this small slate. Thank you again for watching and enjoy your weekend. And we will see you all next week.